Welcome to the Compiled Podcast. This is the show where two programmers talk about anything and everything. Uh, my name is Nick Wolf. I'm the show of this podcast. This week we are joined by Zach, one of my other good friends from uni, well, part of uni, and uh, also uh, playing in the same badminton team. So, Zach, how are you doing? Yeah, hi Nick. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> having me. Uh, uh-huh. I'm doing well, and yeah, you're right. So we we met a year ago in uni, and since then, I don't know, things has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so to give a bit more uh, context or some uh, introduction, uh, you started, you, you didn't start as a, uh, as a programmer, you started as a, uh, well, I guess, an engineer, right? Oh, uh, well, I started as a physicist. Uh, I don't know, do you want me to give a short introduction? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, um, you know, whatever you like. Okay, well, yeah, so... Um, I was originally from China, and I came here when I was quite young. Or here, I'm in United Kingdom, and mm-hmm. uh, so I studied um, physics for my undergrad, and um, did a couple of internships, which I feel like, oh yeah, programming is probably my thing. So then decided to do a master's in computer science in Edinburgh, and. Yeah, that's where I met you, and that's where I did my master's degrees, and now I'm working full-time as a software developer for Amazon. Yeah, uh, yeah, and um, you're also based in London, so that's why we get to see each other, and for you to eat a lot that's in the office. That's true, oh my <laughs> god, you know, like... I I really like to visit you because <laughs> uh, every yeah. time I can just get two or three plates of food in Google for free. Yeah, and I see that. Uh, such yeah, good this value. Man is the, I've never seen anybody eat as much uh, <laughs> in the office as I've seen Zach the two times that he has been uh, visiting. So, yeah. You know. Uh, food, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, it's cool. I Yeah, again, I... It's not my. It's not. It's not like I pay for it. So yeah, food waste <laughs> is a big issue, and I'm just trying to solve this problem <laughs> since Google always cook too much, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm there to clean up. Yeah. Anyway, that's another topic. Right. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh, also, uh, I missed this part of the intro. Uh. So, um. Each episode will have a topic to discuss, and our goal of the show is to compile the topic down to a list of essential points for our listeners. Um, both, both of us will have our own list, so then we don't always have to agree on everything. So just to make sure, uh, you know, we will sort of uh, uh, pitch in a little bit. So before we go into the main topic, I want to do our usual speed run. This is uh, a part of the show where I just fire off some short questions to our guests and, you know, get everybody to... Uh, know each other a bit better. So, Zach, I hope you're ready. There are a couple of questions. I'm just going to throw them at you one by one. Yeah, fire away. Okay. Uh, so, question one. Uh, most favorite programming language? Oh, Python. Python? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Should I explain why? I guess. I should yeah, yeah. I, I uh, know what this is, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, first of all, I used Python a lot. Like, uh, for my entire undergraduate degree, uh, we've been using Python for all the 
um, computation related stuff. So we did uh, physics simulations, um, computational physics, and a lot of like stats and stuff like, like that. And they're all done in Python. So I get to know the language quite well. And yeah, and most importantly, I think I sort of see the beauty in in language like Python, right? It's it's because because in my mind, so I'm I'm sort of an um, idea person. So I really like to convert idea into code. And and the best way, you know, like I I don't know. I don't want to worry about all the low level stuff, be like, okay, like I need to you know, make a new memory allocation and like pointers, this and that. I just want to convert my idea into logical code that can be executed, I suppose. And Python is really good at doing this. And also it does not require any, it doesn't require much effort. You know, you can, you can be a yeah. really lazy programmer and you still write <laughs> like decent Python code. And in the end yeah. it's like, ah, oh, this works. Uh-huh. I remember a fun episode where we were doing uh, me and Zach and uh, also Alex from a previous episode. All uh, four of us actually were doing um, a programming uh, competition from uh, June June Uni. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we wrote we wrote something. I wrote something in Python, which and I showed it to Zach, and he was like, "Oh." This is not what's the word you use? Pythonic. This is or not like, Pythonic. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Pythonic. I've it's never heard that word before, and yeah, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. That's that's burned into my memory now. So. Yeah, there's quite a few. I mean, for Python, there's mm, quite a few things to get your head around. I guess it's not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like everything is uh, iterator, you know, stuff like that. It just it makes things. It's just a different perspective how they how yeah, they yeah. tackle this sort of thing, right? I bet yeah, Alex. Also, sorry, yeah, I, I bet Alex's favorite language is like C plus plus or something, right? He would be like completely oh, yeah. you, different. <laughs> you called it, yeah. He 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 says C or C plus plus. I remember exactly. Um, He's like the polar opposite of me. He would be. He just wants mm -hmm. to dig deep in and uh, find the tiny little optimization he can do and stuff like that, but. Yeah, I'm not like that. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so is it safe to assume your answer for least favorite program language would probably be something like C or C++? Uh, I suppose, oh, this is a tricky one. Or uh, is it anything you dislike even more? I, I, I mean, okay, so C and C++, first of all, I don't like them, but I don't like them because they're not easy to learn so <laughs> i i feel like yeah. i i don't have enough knowledge to make a judgment on this so uh c i think is probably like when i was when i was in high school i did this course called cs50 and this mm -hmm. is like organized by like harvard online university or something and they yeah. yeah and they um so they use c right and it's it's a really good um way to introduce you to a lot of concepts within i don't know operating systems and computers in general so um i have i don't know since it's sort of like my first proper language other than like visual basic or whatever you know mm -hmm. <laughs> so i have a i have a i have a feeling for it uh, yeah. i think i yeah. think um 
let's see. The thing I don't like is probably something like PHP, you know. Mm, so okay. I had to uh, maintain a website a long time ago, or first yeah. year, first year in uni, and yeah, I I was like, why is web development so hard? Then, <laughs> <laughs> then now I realize, oh, it's just you know they are using PHP. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in a previous episode, it has also been mentioned before uh, by John, one of my uh, other friends from from the US. He is actually uh, pretty pretty deep into web development, and mm. yeah, he very specifically dislike uh, PHP, yeah. which which I think is somewhat justified. Yeah, yeah. I feel him. I feel him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you, you know there there is a pattern. So <laughs> just throwing it out there. It's the it's the more new age developers and their yeah distaste towards <laughs> the old stuff, I guess. Right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, do you have a favorite uh, operating system? Windows, Mac OS, Linux, or Ooh. anything else? Oh Linux? man. Okay. So I have always been a Windows user, literally uh-huh. for my entire life, like until the end of university. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, let me think. But okay, so when I when I started here working at Amazon, they gave me a Mac, so I had to learn Mac, and mm-hmm. I see the, I see the design choices. Like some of the design choices in Mac, I kind of appreciate and I kind of like, but there's mm-hmm. other things which I'm still not used to. Um, so right now. I, I'm going to say Windows just because I'm still, like, more familiar with Windows, you know, stuff like that. But I'm yeah. getting, yeah, I'm getting more and more liking Mac now, Mac OS, mm-hmm. um, especially. Mm-hmm. So the one one of the biggest pain with Mac OS, I think, is the, is like the window management. I I I'm not sure if you encountered this, but. Uh, uh basically like the the whole out tab thing on windows it's like um yeah something i miss a lot because because in mac you have like command tab right but that's switching between applications instead of windows so uh-huh. yeah oh i see yeah yeah so okay. so so recently so yeah this is actually thing recently i uh, installed um installed the software which allows me to do command tab like out tab of Windows. <laughs> mm. So so yeah, I got that experience of um, that out tab experience back, and now it feels more more smooth, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. that's a that's a very good point. I never actually realized it too much on my on myself because um, yeah, usually I only open I only have one window for one application so you know command uh, command tab is basically so the same. yeah so do you use command tab or do you use the um, what's called the notification um, not the notification the, um, what's the thing when you do three finger on the trackpad then you push oh out. yeah like the mission control mission yeah. control yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't use either to be honest because <laughs> my uh, I hope uh, well I work I use Linux so that doesn't, oh, that doesn't work um uh, at home, I have, I have the uh, my mouse actually has uh, have things configured, so it just it just jumps. So like one of the toggles literally swaps uh swaps between 
uh, applications and screens pretty easily. So I haven't quite encountered that problem. That's why I was like, oh, I didn't. I actually never thought about that because I never seen it before. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm trying to like just not use mouse slash trackpads at all. Sorry, sir. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. not, not if you're like web browsing or whatever, right? But like when I'm trying to switch between applications, do programming or whatever, right? I'll try mm -hmm. just use keyboard because it's supposed to be more efficient, which, which is true. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think the conclusion. So okay, first of all, uh, Linux. Um, I dislike Linux purely because the the only experience I have with Linux is with our dice machines and oh, okay. yeah <laughs> and those you know, yeah. yeah those apple yeah. dice machines but i i it's see, just yeah. not my thing i don't know i don't think that's um, applicable it's not like uh it doesn't represent linux as a whole so i don't have much um to say about uh, linux. uh for yeah so for a little bit more context so uh the dice machines are the university uh uh, the uh, computer, uh, the computers uh, we use in university labs. So those are run on Linux, and actually, I would say it's pretty much the same. It's a relatively same experience, um, you know, uh, c from a dice machine to like a, a like a standard Linux or standard Unix system. So if you don't like dice, then chances are you won't you won't actually enjoy Unix that much or Linux that much. Um, yeah, but you know. Um, it's it's um it's a it's an interesting uh um discussion I've had with a couple of my friends because you see you see people uh more more inclined into tuning their every little details and they would like Linux, but if you go into oh I just want things to work I don't need really worry about my OS configurations that much, then yeah then. You, you go to uh, Mac or um, or Windows. Yeah, I agree. I think Mac is really good at just making things work out of box. Mm -hmm. Like you, I don't know, I have the homebrew stuff installed. You can just do brew install some stuff and it's just like, bam, <laughs> it's there and you can yeah. run it, right? And yeah, and I, I feel like it's a magic for me when you just have those like DMG or whatever file where Mm -hmm. You just drag yeah. it over, and that's your application installed, man. Yeah, yeah. that that's that that I agree. It's it's really amazing. So I mean, mm -hmm. overall, I think I I sort of like a hybrid. So like I like Mac, but I want some Windows um configurations on top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and yeah. I have some yeah. customization that's that I'm using right now, and it's it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a fairly good answer. Uh, actually, we we're running a bit behind in time, so oh sorry. Uh, let me let me just jump to the very last question. Um, what would be your dream job, if <laughs> if you have to pick one? Okay, dream job, right? Um, I think I like. Okay, so well, right now I can't say anything specific purely because I don't have enough knowledge. So, mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, I was gonna tell you about like my career plan, but <laughs> it's not really. Oh. That's not really, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think 
I think the ultimate goal, what I want to do is to mm, maybe like start up my own business and mm-hmm. basically do something that, um, do something worthwhile, do something that changes the world a little yeah. bit better. <laughs> it's a bit cheesy, yeah. but you know what I mean, right? So Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah but I, it's, yeah. It's it's literally how a lot of the startup people that I've met that that is their motivation because they wanted to, uh, make things better or make um uh, other people's lives easier or more enjoyable. So, um, yeah, that that's a, you know, I I would say that's probably the best answer with Epicotton. <laughs> no disrespect to the previous guest. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh cool. So uh yeah so hopefully that speed run was well, not much of a speed run uh it was that, a, uh, it was a questions actually yeah. yeah uh hopefully that get you uh you guys to know Zach a little bit better uh so let's go into this week's main topic which is imposter syndrome so you hear it yeah. mentioned um everywhere uh you know in the news in you know online uh on YouTube everywhere uh so uh. I assume, well, just in case that uh, people are not quite up to date with uh, what it is. Um, so imposter syndrome is in a feeling of inferiority, uh, for lack of a better word. So you don't feel uh, that you are worthy of um, whatever it is that you are having. So mm-hmm. you don't feel you're worthy for your job. don't feel you're worthy for your life, for your uh, significant other, whatever. Um yeah, so it's it's essentially just feeling like I'm I'm not as good and uh, I'm a fraud in you know in the office or whatever uh, environment, uh, and I think this this actually resonates quite well with Zach because uh, I'd imagine because <laughs> uh, you said you did your undergraduate in uh, as a physicist and you came to Edinburgh to study computer science, which is not um not not too big of a jump but it is a jump uh, anyway and um, yeah. have you have you felt anything you know close to like imposter syndrome or like do you have any like uh, stories that you want to share yeah actually I I think I felt um, I, I I think I'm a prime sufferer of imposter syndrome okay so even even before Edinburgh let's talk about me first joining uni um, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that I had feelings that I shouldn't belong there. In a sense, so uh, first of all, um, you know, I I did my undergrad in Imperial College, which I suppose is a fairly prestigious university, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, even just in the beginning. So um, maybe in like first year, I was thinking, oh, this is this is this is really hard. Right. This is like, this is this 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 thing is like I'm not I'm not used to this. I can't I can't really do this sort of thing, and and I was literally thinking. I I remember I was thinking, mm, recalling about my interview to Imperial College, and mm-hmm. yeah, and I was thinking, oh my god, maybe maybe the, maybe the interviewer were just nice, and the the question just happened to be something I can answer sort of thing and I just got in as a you know like by accident in a sense mm-hmm. yeah so uh, so so yeah that's pretty much 
uh, I don't know. That's like my whole undergraduates. I can't, I can't, <laughs> you know, like throughout <laughs> my undergraduate, I was keep thinking about uh, like, oh my God, do I, do I belong here sort of thing? Because I mean, I guess in the end that like physics is not easy, right? And um, there's just a lot of things that you need to get your head around. Um, mm-hmm. So every time I best start kind of just questioning myself, it's like, am I am I really doing this right? Am I doing am I in the right path? Should I move on to something else? Um, mm. So yeah, but in the end, I guess I got through, um, got a decent grade. I got two one, but uh, it's good enough for me to come to yeah. Edinburgh, right? And uh, yeah, so then again, it's like imposter syndrome two point sort of thing because <laughs> you know like um so physics to so physics to computer science i guess it's not as big a jump as you know if you choose some like humanity subject and then decide to do uh this sort of stuff uh, but it's still it's still not easy so first of all um what i realized is that uh, most people so when they come they don't they don't really do like um i don't know how to say it they don't do specially like very focused software development like yeah like programming right so yeah there's there's no specification to what sort of uh which part in uh computer science or informatics in our case uh which specific branch are you going to be doing exactly uh so yeah uh, people just come in and yeah yeah people come in and they choose they choose, you know, some like mass heavy subject. They choose like AI courses. They choose machine learning. Um, they choose stuff which, I suppose, they they know how to do, right? It's it's like math. Okay, that's like sort of like universal thing that everybody learned if you're a STEM student. And mm. um, and then I then I was just like, oh, this year I'm going to you know ha- go hardcore on programming, go hardcore on um sort of like computer science like basics not basics but like you know like computer science related yeah yeah yeah. exactly stuff like that so uh so the courses i chose they really don't have that much mass um they are more just programming and straight sort of like software engineering computer science related courses um Mm -hmm. a lot of practical stuff as well and yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's another story, but <laughs> it was painful. Yeah. Anyway, so 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 yeah, I chose these courses, and then I realized, oh my god, I'm competing with people who has already done computer science for like three or four years. Yeah, like mm-hmm. like like Nick, mm-hmm. like oh my god, this kid who goes to oh. who went to Google <laughs> like three times already, and they're like, what am I doing? I, anyway, I a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so. So so the whole time through that I was I was suffering from well not suffering I was experiencing imposter syndrome as well right um, mm-hmm. yeah and I don't know so yeah so yeah so you 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 did a you did a hard, uh, you you spent a hard time in your uh, undergraduate to feel comfortable with physics and just so uh, and then when you moved to Edinburgh. And you chose a lot of the uh, computer science classes, shall we say, and uh, which basically means your math fundamental skills are not as applicable as they would be in uh, some of our other courses like AI and machine learning. Yes. So that just makes you, that just made you like even more 
um, even more difficult to move forward and uh, understand the concept and you know uh, so yeah that's definitely uh, going to be hard so yeah I uh, yeah I, I think that's the case and um, yeah I mean in the end uh, I mean I go through <laughs> I go through the masters yeah, you got through, so. and now I'm working well, I mean you, you you're at Amazon now so you you got through fine mate <laughs> yeah true I mean and now in Amazon, you know, I'm sort of like, oh my god, am I supposed to be here? <laughs> it's like, this yeah, is 3.0, it's the 3.0, it? <laughs> man. It's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, so far, I mean, I'm picking up stuff. It's been two months since I first joined Amazon, and I think I'm picking stuff up slowly, but mm-hmm. surely, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, not too bad, but still sort of like questioning myself about oh you know like people seems to be so smart here sort of thing and at the same time i'm i'm just like a kid who doesn't really know much mm. Mm. yeah definitely uh i feel the same as well uh because uh, at do? this point i've i've joined google for uh about two months actually almost exactly two months because i started in early September and now it's November ish. Yeah. And yeah. It it was it was hard because, you know, you you thought you were smart but you weren't and um you were too afraid to ask people as well. And yeah, that's that's you know, essentially what it is. Actually, um that's something I want to uh pivot to because I actually uh had this problem uh well I didn't have this problem. I saw this problem before with one of my friends and I wrote a um I actually wrote a little piece, uh like a little uh article on my on my blog that mm. that sort of explains this and uh I didn't I, I went back to read it this morning and then I found out uh, I found myself like listing a very interesting um uh, example. So which which I think will explain it more uh to uh everybody. So it's like sure. uh this is what I wrote. I'm just gonna read it. Um Imagine you're at a party, standing in the circle of discussion. Weirdly, you know all the people in the group, but just cannot understand what they were talking about. And you feel a bit embarrassed to ask, uh, so you just listen quietly and then throw in a few, oh, that's interesting. Uh, so after the party, when you're on your way home, you question your intelligence. And <laughs> if you look stupid, if you ever look stupid at the party, and you end up hating yourself for uh, just being an idiot and... You know, if you've ever had that sort of feeling, um, you know, that's uh, now you know what it is. <laughs> it's imposter syndrome. Yeah. And, um. Yeah. So, I guess this is quite uh common for everybody. So, but it's it's really important to understand why you would feel uh what you feel. So. Uh, imposter syndrome or and so this kind of things are really sort of based on your unfamiliarity with uh, what's happening or um, or difficulty of grasping some sort of uh, task or some sort of job and uh, also like a environmental pressure to not being able to ask anything because you might you know you might look stupid and other people might judge you so um, yeah so uh, I guess Zach do you, do you have any sort of like um, uh thoughts on you know you know when you feel these kind of things do do you think about like oh why am i 
why am I feeling uh so bad? Why what's like what's being what's being um triggering this this problem? Uh Okay, well I'm going to like rip up the script a bit and give you another perspective of mm-hmm. I guess how I view imposter syndrome. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm basically uh, the question so this is something I saw about recently. Um, the question I asked myself is like, is imposter syndrome really a bad thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so interesting. Okay, so so how I view this is that um, so what what is imposter syndrome? It is effectively that um, there's a knowledge gap between you and the environment or people yep. surrounds you, right? This environment as a whole. And yep. Yeah, okay. So knowing that you have imposter syndrome, then 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 by uh by deduction, you would know that you have a knowledge gap. And what mm-hmm. and what I what I'm trying to do and I'm yeah, and this is I suppose how I deal with imposter syndrome is that I, I want to I sort of try to understand what this knowledge gap is and then mm-hmm. you know I break it down and see what I need to learn. Right. Yeah. See what I need to learn, see what uh how can I improve. And yeah, this is this imposter syndrome. So um I treat that as a sort of like a pressure and that pressure is pushing me to improve myself. Yeah, that's a very positive way to <laughs> look at it. Yeah, yeah obviously, um, you can't, I mean, on, on the other hand, you know, you can't really go over the top. So, uh, it, it don't just, what I'm trying to do is to have the right balance of pressure. Yeah, like, basically, okay, I'll be like, this is a knowledge gap, and I need to learn about this, and to learn about this, and let, let me start working on this. But I don't need to feel too much pressure where I just feel like, oh, I don't know anything. Sort of thing, which which obviously mm-hmm. is not true. Um, one, if I ever feel that, I can I always try to sort of look back and see how far I've gone. Yeah. So mm. so I okay. I sort of compare like for example right now I can compare with uh what how I was when I first joined Amazon. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like how much domain knowledge uh, we've I've gained in particular actually like. It's surprisingly, our team has it requires a lot of domain knowledge. Like apparently, we have the one of the most extreme that <laughs> number of services to maintain and the number of um, things that we need to know. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm just thinking like this two months I've been absorbing a lot of information and like see compare myself now to myself two months ago, it's like damn. You know, I I've done a lot, man. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's what I tell myself. At the same time, yeah, that's a that's a great uh, it's a couple of great tips. Uh, so I want to touch on something uh that you um sort of uh mentioned. Uh, so you said you know treat the um, don't treat it as a bad thing. So um, treat the uh, pressure as a motivation that drives you to learn more to um work harder and yeah, exactly. to be better so um i want to touch on something a little bit uh 
before that. So, um, so it's like you feel uh, from what from my experience, the mo the strongest I felt with imposter syndrome was when I'm new to something. So yeah, for example, when I just came to the uni, when I just joined uh the badminton team, or uh, that felt that's quite a lot actually. Uh, and or right now as I just joined a new company as my first job, uh, surrounded by um other brilliant engineers, so this these things are uh. For me, they always happen. They usually happen, uh, when I'm like in the unfamiliar environment, uh, or I have a lot to take in. Um, so I I think one thing that's important to to realize is, um, you know, when you are when you are uh, entering a new, uh, when you are entering a new stage of your life or entering a new uh position in your life, it's, uh, it's objectively true that you will struggle. Yeah, because uh, unless you're like uh picking things up super fast, even then you'll have a period where you don't know anything, because that's literally what you means. You don't know, mm-hmm. so you you definitely will struggle. Uh, but it's the um. There's also something else where you need to be, uh, you need to trust yourself and understand that eventually you will be better. You'll be good. You'll be okay, cause. If you this it's kind of like what you described. So when you look back, so so right now, for example, if I'm struggling on the job, I look back on uni, and I was like, oh, I was I was like, oh, I was a a mess when I, when I just started. <laughs> True. And by the end of it, I actually got pretty good. So, um, you know that, you know things come like life goes on, and uh, you just have to trust that you trust yourself that you will be alright. And that sort of psychological safety will actually be very important because that just means um, even if you have setbacks, you have uh, frustrations, you have bad days uh, in your mind, like, if it, you know, fundamentally, you'll be all right. And you just that keeps you away from wanting to give up, which I've had to some of my uh, my friends have seen like have had and have I have seen because of. Cause like, there will be a point where with uh some of my friends would they would be like oh, it's actually um no, it, this thing it, this isn't happening, and you know we, we it's time to like give up or like before it goes too ugly, or or stuff like that. So, you know, there there's something uh, uh you need to uh you need to um realize that you are very good like you will you'll do great things in life and you'll be all right and uh <laughs> just having that thought in your mind all the time and uh that will push you away from wanting to give up because that that's the that's the bit that i've struggled with um the most and i think uh you know that bit that little thought actually keep me uh uh keep me moving for quite a long time so yeah, so that's something that I felt very strongly. Um, but like, yeah, so for, um, you know, practical tips, as in like, you know, uh, what sort of things you can do uh, if you just stop and think about, like what Zach said, you just stop and think about, uh, you know, I know I'm not good. I, I know, uh, you know, I, I'm not as uh, what I want to be, but uh, what can I do to get there? Um, 
like what specific areas that do I need to work on uh, so I can get there. And uh, so you, you, take a, you take a step back and we sort of reflect on yourself and decide like, or not decide, more like uh, uh, figure out what you need to do and, you know, just go do it. And yeah, that you, yeah, you'll be fine. Man, <laughs> halfway through your speech, I was thinking, is this like a motivational speaker podcast or something? Oh no! <laughs> it's like you yeah, can, I'm, you will do yeah, great, yeah. man. <laughs> just, just believe in yourself, yeah, so, and one day you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's. I mean, it's it's worth for me. So <laughs> yeah, true, true. I mean, I think the important thing is to put things into perspective, right? And mm-hmm. there's, um, you know, like every day you don't really notice the difference between you today and tomorrow. And yeah, exactly. But, but if you look back far enough, you can see how much you've you've come. And and mm-hmm. I think it's it's worthwhile to you know sometimes look back and just see like, damn, I've worked, I've I've worked a lot and I've walked so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I want to uh, uh sort of bring up a point where uh you know, when you have this sort of frustration, when you have this sort of anxiety, um, I found there are two, like from my experience, there are two ways to deal with it. Um, one of them is you can, you need to express it. You need to either um, talk to someone or write it out. You know, I do, I have a, I have a journal where I keep like just uh, my daily sort of feelings, uh, you know, uh, what I feel today, what I did today, you know, what I want to do tomorrow, that little th- little things like that, I make sure you save it in a in a place where you can go back to see. Oh, you know, a week ago I was feeling this, but now you know I'm not. I'm not as like a, f- a week. For example, a week ago I was feeling bad because my my uh uh my deadline is getting closer, and you know I'm not getting things done, and I still look stupid compared to like everybody else and uh and now when you look back i said ah, i'm not actually that that bad so you know that just keeps keeps things you know moving and make sure you uh you see your own progress and uh that's one thing that keeps you moving quite a lot and uh if i don't on the flip side if i don't see any uh improvement it's like uh i feel just probably just as bad as i uh as like last week or last month and you know that's okay and uh you know keep keep moving yeah no it'll it'll, it'll get better yeah yeah. exactly i mean in the end i think um you should find the right balance right so if you feel really overwhelmed by this sort of feeling then yeah for sure like do do what's what you're saying what nick is saying and what uh, I don't know, find talk to your friends and stuff like that. I did that actually. I mean, uh, the first I think like the first couple of weeks in Amazon, I was feeling a bit down. Then, you know, had mm-hmm. got a friend to get a drink or whatever, and it feels a lot. Oh yeah, I afterwards. I've seen your I've seen your Instagram. I know what it is. I've seen <laughs> the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. This is I, not yeah. the right place to expose myself. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, I think, oh, actually, I didn't see your Instagram. I saw a girlfriend's Instagram. <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah, that's because you don't have an Instagram. I don't know. I, I I'm to trying it. to I'm trying to post some stories and just slowly ease in. You know, 
if I mm. yeah I need to I need to my first Instagram post has to be very good I, I haven't mm. found out <laughs> yeah it has to be like man like you know I post this then like everybody follows me that's that's the yeah that's I'm still when waiting you, for that yeah moment. when you have it when you have it I'll make sure I go back to the um the YouTube video of this episode link your Instagram and then post it on check out Zach's Instagram yeah. now it's live yeah for sure <laughs> that's how I get famous you know I need you to advertise for me <laughs> alright uh, cool uh, yeah so that's something I actually want to talk to you about which is like getting support getting help from uh, uh, from friends or like uh, some of the things this, this actually leads to my point like these sort of things that you know oh I'm feeling bad because I wasn't doing well at work and I wasn't doing as uh, well at school and these sort of things are people don't really like to bring them up and you know it makes you seem um, it makes you seem very weak and also like it, it, it just doesn't look good on yourself so um, I, I've had this problem before and I've seen other people have this problem before where um, where we um, can't really bring ourselves to discuss these things because we we feel uh, we fear the consequences. Like, what if people are going to like? If what if people judge me? And you know, they're not gonna they're not necessarily gonna help, but they're more likely to judge me. Um, so mm. why should I why should I bring it up to? Like, okay, well, I mean, I'm going to rip up the script a bit again. So <laughs> mm. I think I think um, for. Like friends are your friends because they are for this kind of thing, right? Uh, in mm-hmm. one aspect, is it's they they deserve to be your friends, only if they can truly listen to you and not judge you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they are supposed to be there for you when you're down. And if you can't really talk to someone about your feelings, about your insecurities. Then I guess they are not really your true friend. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If if I, I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I I guess the the point I'm trying to make is like uh, you know, try to try to try to have like a safe zone where you uh where you can be vulnerable. Mm, uh, because I I yeah I because I have I had this problem for a long time where uh I just I felt exactly what I just said because like. I know they are my friends, but I don't want to. I don't want to seem like weak uh, uh, in front of them. Okay. And and uh and I would I just wouldn't say anything, and I keep everything uh bottled up, and you know in the end it wasn't good. So I ha- like in the end you have to say, like the the thing the the thought process was like you know you can you can hold on as long as you want, but like at some point you're gonna have to talk to someone. You can't take all of that negativity. Just you just you can't keep taking that sort of negativity yeah it's like, exactly it, yeah. you want to let it, it, let it out sometimes right and yeah I, so yeah I, I think i think the thing is that um you know don't hold in and uh, it's it, it, the the way of thinking like oh they would think i'm weak they would think i'm uh you know insecure or whatever that's i don't think that's true um mm-hmm. i think uh, if 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 nothing else i think if you really talk about your feelings, if you really, you know, expose your vulnerability to someone you trust, it it enhances the friendship, right? It makes it mm. makes um, this relationship uh, deeper. It, there's a deeper meaning yeah. attached to it, and 
yeah, it makes people closer because, because you know, in 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 their eyes, you are no longer someone who is just, who is who is just sort of like that everyday person who is, like you know, how are you? Fine, that sort of person. Mm. You you are、mm-hmm. someone real, and someone that would share thoughts and feelings with. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's actually I mean, a very good point. Yeah, don't don't hold it back. <laughs> Fine.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I, oh I, no, I, this I, this like, yeah yeah yeah. This was a long time ago. This was like when I was like seventeen. <laughs>、uh, no, not、sure. that long, but you know, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I think you should just.、Mm, I don't know. It's 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 good to talk to someone, and you would. I think people would know who they should talk to. Then、mm-hmm. there there is there should be. People, you know, someone in their lives that they trust and they can talk to it. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. And if you can't really find anybody to talk to, talk to your parents. Your parents are you always fine. Yeah. Like. True. They, they will listen. Or yeah. Or talk to, to me. You, and, you know, I'm always yeah. here. Very. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Find like I'll I'll try to link Zach's like all social media, like, his <laughs> phone number, everything.、Uh. On, On the show notes, and then everybody call Zach and yeah, be like, just, "Man, I'm I'm feeling so bad. Can y'all like come up for a pint or something like that?" <laughs> just just not like address or <laughs> yeah, like all no 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 all of it like address、oh, you know、man. your bank account bank number account. all of that like <laughs> mother's maiden name whatever yeah <laughs> cool. So I think I've um we've sort of covered everything that uh that I sort of wanted to cover. Uh, so let's go into、um, our sort of、uh, compile corner. So this is this is oh, the、exciting. goal of the show, where we sort of condense everything we just talked about into a couple of、uh, essential points. So、uh, I'll let you have the uh, uh, have the wheel, Zach. Do do like is there any sort of like big points that you want to、uh, reiterate? Okay. Well, I think the main point is just that. Um, imposter syndrome is not all bad. Yeah, don't treat it like a disease or like mental illness or whatever. Treat it as、mm-hmm. some some. Treat it as a double-edged sword, I suppose. So it gives you the pressure to、mm, constantly to allow you to constantly improve yourself, and、mm-hmm. but at the same time you have to manage your you have to manage it so that it doesn't overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.、Um, can I also add one more point? So yeah, I'm going、sure. to backtrack a bit. I think、uh, about the whole asking questions thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just I think don't be afraid to ask.、Um, I think people would be flattered if you ask them, if they you ask them questions.、Um, mm-hmm. One thing I would recommend though is to not ask the same question twice. If you ask something,、yeah. you know, try try actually listen and learn it. You know, write it down or something. If you don't know how to do this, write it down,、um, and then you don't have to ask again. And yeah, and I don't know, people. Then that's how you earn trust, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, I might I might do. That's actually a very interesting point. I might actually do a do a、uh, an episode in the future just about like asking questions because that's like one of the things. That I felt uh was missing from from the uh from uh the education and from what I've been told, and I actually had to learn this on the job, uh to like 
not only to know to ask questions, but how how to ask questions. Mm, and like, yeah, you know. that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. I think in yeah in education, um, people don't ask that much question. Um, they it's it's hard, right? It's like oh, how mm-hmm. how do I ask my professor and so so. Uh, yeah, and even that it's yeah, it's not as it's not always the same when you're when you're like uh in like everyday situation or like when you're at work. It's not the same as school where you can be like uh, just ask somebody a question because like you know people have their yeah people have their things to worry about as well. They're, they're not always yeah. It's a it's a it's an interesting uh topic that we should do another episode yeah on. so yeah, yeah i mean maybe maybe the same guest so <laughs> if it's available we'll see i mean uh for for me i i've been asking questions since i joined amazon like every day to or everybody and <laughs> people are not mm. people are not i don't think people are annoyed maybe they're secretly annoyed at me but they don't show that yeah so mm-hmm. I, I, I think uh, it's not a bad thing yeah yeah it's yeah any Anything else to add, or do you, do you feel you? I mean, uh, in terms of imposter syndrome, it's just it's just that you know, let it, let it be okay. your friend. Yeah, I think I think that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. Uh, for me, I I mean, there's there's not much to uh to add from like from what Zach was saying. The the um, the one thing that I want to uh, they want to like stress again is you know, unless like we sort of like understand that you this is not this is not because you're you are uh weak or you are not as good or anything this like if you if you swap it to with anybody else you know they will struggle as well so this is like a it's it's, it's not about you it's it's because of this new environment so yeah understanding that will you know uh takes takes the pressure off a little bit because a lot a lot of times uh what i feel uh is you know it's about me. It's because I wasn't good enough, and you know, and so sometimes it is true. And but you know, realizing that in these uh situations, they're not entirely on me. Some of them are also because of the of the uh, circumstances. Because I'm into this new place, and you know, I don't like you know. You can't fault me for not knowing things when I'm in a new place. Right. You can phone me for not knowing things when I'm there for like a while, right? So, you know, uh, it, uh, that's just something to to uh, to uh, adjust uh, in terms of uh, you know, in your mind, and you know, I think doing that actually uh, releases the pressure quite a bit. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's it for this week's episode. Uh, before we. Uh, before we sign off, we have uh, a couple of uh, small uh, topics, or oh, not topics, uh, a couple of small uh, parts. So um, uh, this is this is pick of the week, and uh, so Zach, do you have anything that you want to recommend to your uh, to your audience? Um, you know that something you've used before uh, doesn't have to be tech. So uh, for example, I. I in the past, I've like recommended people drinking water, so you know that's just <laughs> an example that's for you. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, I haven't prepared for this, but uh, maybe. Um, okay, so I was talking about how to have some sort of like the Windows um, experience on Mac, you know, mm-hmm. with the Alt Tab. Mm-hmm. 
And the program I use is called Countex. Uh, okay. Yeah, and it has really powerful features with, um, you know, shortcuts, alt tabs, and like sidebars and stuff like that. So, yeah, check that out, I guess. Yeah. Link, so link the in the Mac. description, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, so the, it's the Mac app, right? Yeah, it's a Mac app. Um, quite okay. a lightweight so, Mac app. You can just install and play around with. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll make sure I find it and include it in the uh, in the uh, description so everybody can check it out. So it's so the pick of the week is the Mac app. Uh, what's it called? Context. Context. Yeah. Context. Uh, where you know gives you some Windows like functionality in in Mac. So for anybody that's transitioning. Uh, from Windows to um, Mac OS, that you know, there's something you want to uh, check out. Yeah. Uh, so for me, uh, I've I've been reading a really good book recently, uh, which was suggested by my manager's manager. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, where is it? Uh, shoot, I I left it. I probably left it in the office. Uh, I think it's called the uh, philosophy of software engineering or the Ooh, software engineering philosophy. Fancy. Um, yeah, it's it's actually quite fun. Uh, and to read it because it, it, you know, some of the tips it gives are really applicable in my day-to-day uh, -day jobs. So you, you literally happened to me one time where I read something, uh, one day and then the following day, I I got to use it and um, and one of my teammates actually said, oh, that's a good that's a good use of whatever tip. So I won't spoil the book, so you can have a look. <laughs> can you, um, you? I think you should give us a tip. Just give us an example yeah. to. You know, to keep uh -huh. audience like, oh my god, I want that book. <laughs> okay, so uh, one more thing where uh, let me let me see how I can phrase this. Uh, yeah, so you know, in when you're building backends mm -hmm. and uh, every these days everybody is building um, microservices and sometimes you need to handle uh, exceptions thrown by one of your microservices. For example, your database services like freaking out for some reason. Um, so the exception handling, sometimes like the easiest way is just I will, be if something I call throws, I will throw as well, right? Mm, true. And that could be uh, the the right use for some cases, for most cases. And but for some cases, you actually want to uh, do some extra handling. For example, if the uh, if one of your uh, subcores are, are throwing exceptions, but it's not technically uh, gonna, it's not gonna fail your routine completely. Then it might be a good, it might be a good uh, approach to silence it. So you mask the uh, the exception, you throw a, a warning, and you handle it directly at your level. Because if you don't do that, if everybody's throwing, then that means your top level service. Like the, your server is gonna handle probably I don't know 150 different kinds of exceptions and True. yeah you know uh, yeah so uh, reduce like reduce some sort of uh, that little bit of uh, pressure on your top level uh, server uh, actually helps quite a lot and also you know it makes you think about oh are these services actually essential to my course and it sometimes list uh, uh, it sometimes leads you to uh, refactor your code a bit better. So yeah, great. Uh, that's yeah one of the tips. Uh, hopefully this is not too abstract. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, and this our last bit. Uh, is there anything you want to uh plug or 
um, anything like your website or a YouTube channel or your Instagram, your infamous Instagram? <laughs> the like Instagram that? was uh, nothing. Uh, I, I don't think so. I mean, I, I haven't got to a point where I can pluck stuff yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, day, that's absolutely fine. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe pluck something from Amazon? Anything new or like exciting we should know about? Oh, you guys should watch The Man in the High Castle. It's the is that on the, Prime Video? It's right? on Prime Video, yeah, which I'm okay. Yeah, which I'm part of. So it's a it's a great show about alternative history. So it talks about mm -hmm. what if the Nazis and Japanese won the war, the Second World War, and yeah. Mm, okay. So very interesting setting. Try the try the pilot episode. I think uh, I think you'll like it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I haven't checked it out, but uh, yeah, at this point, uh, I'll probably find... I have so many shows I need to watch, to be honest. That's like, true. It's been, it's been crazy. Me too. Me too. I can feel <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, I have so many shows I need to watch. I uh, yeah, I still don't have an Epic account, which is like crazy to some of my teammates. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to me. Or hey. the Prime Video account. So, yeah. Oh, okay. That's even worse. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> no bias. No bias. What no bias. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll find some time to do it. It's just uh, yeah. It, it you know, recently I've been quite busy, which is why this this episode was like two months delayed. So. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So thank you very much, Zach, for sitting down with us. I know this is we're actually recording this on a Friday night, so you know you had a whole day to work. I hope you know. Uh. uh you didn't feel you didn't feel too tired because was, of this. No, it's okay. Thanks for having me. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, this week's episode. If you have any comments on we've talked about, you want anything, you want to share anything, feel free to comment on the YouTube video or tweet at me directly. My tweet is in the uh, my Twitter is in the um, description. Uh, if there's anything, any topic you want us to discuss or you want to come on to the show as a guest, uh, definitely let me know. Um, tweet at me or send me emails, whatever. Uh, and yeah, and hopefully we'll get, uh, I can get another episode out sort of soon. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much for listening in and we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.